Hello and welcome to A Few Important Things. My name is Benjamin Leon and I'm with my co-host, Chase Cornblit. How are you doing, Chase? Hello. I'm doing good. Thanks for asking, Ben. How are you doing? I'm good. So, today we have a pretty good episode um, prepared. Um, we have an amazing guest that we were able to get on. And, yeah. And today, we actually, we don't have national days. But, and before we get into that guest, I just want to go over a few things of how to support us in the podcast. So, if this is the first episode you've listened to, th- um, thank you so much. Hopefully, you can watch a few others and you'll enjoy them. And if you're, if you've listened to others, well, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, so, you can support us on Instagram. You can email us. We really support and um, we really like when people email us. And by YouTube, where um, we've started posting clips if, um, of smaller portions of the video, so you don't need to watch the whole thing and other stuff like that so we really hope you enjoy um our yeah, instagram and another way to support us is like if you listen to it on apple podcast you can like leave a comment for us we love to hear what you guys have to say yeah um so yeah yeah we really like when you got, do that as well we have a few reviews um and our instagram is a few important things our email is few important things and the youtube is a few important things so, oh, if, by the um, way, email is a few important things at Gmail. Oh, yeah, at Gmail, yeah. So, um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy, and we're going to get right into that interview. So, today we have a special section on this show, and it's actually an interview, and I'm really excited for it. And we actually haven't done an interview on the podcast since episode two, and like I said, I'm really excited because, yeah. The person we're interviewing is really cool, so let's hand it over to Ben. Um, so yeah, thank you for the introduction, Chase, and I'm very excited for this interview as well. And on the show today, we have Dr. Brian Wilbur. And so, yeah, so Brian Wilbur, he works for the, he's the Vice President of Health and Security at MedCorp. Um which is the company my mom works at as well. And that's how we were able to get him on the show today. And um, yeah, so thank you a lot. And do you want to say anything before we start with the uh, questions? No, uh, Ben and Chase, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Uh, and I'm coming to you from sunny Los Angeles. Sounds oh, really wow. nice. I mean, it's definitely nicer, <laughs> nicer than it is here. In Sounds Japan. very cold there. Even on the podcast, you can see how cold it is. It, it, it. Yeah. Yeah, you can feel the ice. <laughs> um, so so first, um, I just wanted to ask, so what was it like working at the Super Bowl? Like, what was the atmosphere day to day? How did how did you feel uh, so working a, there? So it's actually kind of cool. Uh, first off, I've never been a football fan before. I never was never really into it. <laughs> And I yeah. spent a lot of mm-hmm. uh, the fall working with ESPN and M- Monday Night Football, which means I would oh, travel cool. to different cities around the country, which is really cool and weird, right? Weird to fly during the pandemic. I definitely like at early on, the empty airports, yeah. empty airplanes. So that was kind of but cool. But it sounds like kind of cool, so because you get to see a lot of like cities that you probably wouldn't see before. I, I exact empty cities. So I saw empty Philadelphia, empty empty Tampa, yeah. empty Phoenix, empty Nashville. But 
also, it's interesting, most of those cities had empty stadiums. So you would be watching football, oh, but there'd yeah. be no fans. Yeah. I, I and did you sit in the stadiums or in box so, seats? Or good question. Uh, if it was warm enough, because most of the sta- interesting, most of these stadiums are open air. And so when it's cold, you're like, why would anyone come to watch a football game in the cold? But uh, I'm actually a football fan, so football I might have seen you on TV because I like to watch football. You may, I was sitting behind the cardboard cutout people, right? That was where I hid. But uh, no, so we actually would, since the gym was empty, we would sneak and look for a booth or a, a suite we'd go sit in and stay warm. And I watched mm-hmm. all these football games with this, um, the daughter of an ex-coach. And I learned oh, so much oh. about football, like the strategies and the, the plays. Really cool. and, like, mm-hmm. here, uh, here's a fun yeah. tip or fun fact. Who is the, here's two questions. Who is the highest paid player on the field? Chase. Like in like, well, on any, on any team, like the highest played on average, who's the highest paid player? I'm going to go with Patrick Mahomes. Oh, I'm I'm okay. I'm in position. My bad. So Mahomes, I think you're right. But how about, about, so you're right. So quarterback would be the highest paid position. Who's Mm -hmm. the second, what's the second highest highest paid? What's the second highest paid position? I'm, this is really odd, but for some reason, I'm going to go with center. <laughs> so I, I thought it'd be like wide receiver, but no, it's the uh, left side tackle, the blind side tackle. So, yeah, for some reason, I had this strange feeling that it was on the offensive line. Exactly. And so they because they protect the most viable uh, player. Mm-hmm. Hey, so there you go. Oh. So well, anyway, so that's the things I learned about football. Oh, that, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I would assume that the offensive players in most sports, um, Especially like soccer would get paid the most. You, you, right? Yeah, they're, they're the glory people, but, right? That's actually really interesting. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was a cool fact. And I also wait. Yeah, I want to say something. I, I we didn't clarify this, but um, Dr. Wilbur, he he worked so you know the bubble, um, to keep yeah. all the players safe, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, so we didn't really well, get to clarify that. Um, so good question. So what? And that begs question: What was it with ESPN? I was helping oversee all the COVID testing for the ESPN uh, film crew. So no one was allowed to be in the stadium if they hadn't mm-hmm. been tested and no one was allowed in the field unless they'd been like triple tested. So I'm the one who yeah. over, so I oversaw oh, all of that stuff. That's super cool. So you would like, they would have to get tested like before the game. So all, like all the cameramen, and, all the camera guys and sound guys and, the parabola guys and even the announcers all had to be tested several times before they could be out on the field or in the stadium. Yeah, and I know that the players. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get, a lot too, right? Oh yeah. I, I mean, I would assume for a crucial for a crucial thing like the announcers. What about the referees? So the NFL the tests referees, all of them yeah. for sure. And you saw how like the, even the referees wear masks, but they only pull them down to make a yeah. to make a call. Yeah. yeah. So, so our second uh, question is, did you actually get to meet any of the players in the Super Bowl or were you just like overseeing? So, okay. So, good, so uh, I didn't get to meet any players per se. I met the announcers but for CBS oh. and for ESPN. They were very nice. But, you got to meet Tony Romo? Uh, I, I didn't, but the nurses I worked with uh, had swabbed Mr. Romo multiple times. And apparently he has people who, who likes to swab more than other people who have better techniques in swabbing. So Tony, <laughs> Tony Romo has a very sensitive uh, nose, apparently. Hmm. 
I mean, when you're that high class, you can basically <laughs> just choose those yeah. things. Exactly. Uh, exactly. So we had point. some favorite swabbers. But but back to oh. the question about <laughs> the Super Bowl, like, so the re- being at all these empty stadiums, it was so weird to be at the Super Bowl where they had, I think, 18,000 fans. And, yeah. and then you saw the – you watched the game, but so – it looked like it was full, but there was probably uh, half of those people in the stands were cardboard cutouts. Yeah. But but that's the thing that's been missing this whole year was the energy uh, of the of the crowd. Of it was the um, the the sharing of the excitement with other people. It being able to look next to you and no, although no one high fives right now, right? We don't you don't high five your neighbor, you elbow bump them. But to be able to mm-hmm. elbow bump someone and go, do you see that play? Or wasn't that cool? That is, I think, something that we all miss, and that's why sports were so important. Like football, that's, that's mm-hmm. why this COVID testing thing to keep our players and our TV crews and everybody safe was so worth it. It really brought, I think, a lot of people together and made them made them happy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, sports are sports a lot are of everything not, for a lot not, of people, huh? Yeah, yeah like. Like, I'm yeah. a big sports fan. I like to play sports, and I like to watch sports. But, like, in that period between, like, March and, like, what was that, June, I, I like, miss sports a lot. Right? What what sports do you play? Yeah, yeah. I play baseball and golf, and I play flag football, too. What? Okay, and Ben? Um, I, I nice. just play tennis, and I run. Nice. In the, yeah, I'm not... I'm not big on like chases <laughs> on those kind of things, but I, I found it pretty interesting to watch the Super Bowl, uh, especially. I, I mean, I've been learning the past few Super Bowls because those are really the only sports things I watch, like the Olympics, the Super Bowl. Um, yeah, that, that's basically all. Um, yeah. But our next question is: Was what was your most favorite thing you did at the Super Bowl? Oh, you might have already. I've got a favorite this, thing for you. But, so. I think it was well, actually. I guess I did right. It was it was sharing the experience with other people. I we, we I got to go with oh. the nurses who have been working with MedCorp and with CBS for the last like four months, and this is kind of the culmination mm-hmm. of their entire time working. Was kind of the reward to all be together and watch this game, and we got to sit. Actually, we had to stand, but we stood right in front of the broadcast booth, so we had a great view. Okay. To see, to feel the energy of all people together again, to see the you know the planes fly over, to see the fireworks, uh, yeah, it was really, really, it, it reminded you of the good old days, like, and not that long ago, or what? Like like during COVID, yeah. Like, oh, I remember what it was like before all this happened. Totally, but now you, <laughs> but now like I'm sure you guys do it too. You you walk down the street and you go, oh, I got the person's too close, or you're in line and yeah. you're in line and go oh, too close. And mm-hmm. so that we have to get, there'll be a long time, I think, before we can get rid of that, that um, reaction. Mm-hmm. It also yeah. helps that they're starting to vaccinate people. So. Uh, oh yeah. It will. But that's kind of a topic for yeah. a separate thing where it could take longer than even when most of the people are vaccinated. It would probably take longer before no, not everyone wants to get vaccinated. Uh, before mm-hmm. before everyone go back to these things, and, you mean? Well, there. I think, that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, go ahead, go. Ahead. Go, you go ahead. You guys go ahead. You go. I actually just thought of this question. Have you actually gotten a vaccine yet? 
So I got my first one two weeks ago. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, but, and then, so back to the, well, the vaccines, I, Dr. Fauci, as you guys, you know, he's like the smartest guy on the planet. Yeah. He's yeah. saying, he's hoping in the fall, we can <laughs> go back to sports and concerts and movies, but uh, it's going to probably be a little longer than that, I think. It, I think we'll be wearing masks for a, for at least until the late fall next year. Okay. Yeah. Oh, next year, yeah. My mom has said similar. My mom, she, what, I mean, she's been saying things that it's like it's going to be eight years. I, I mean, I, I'm, no, I'm no scientist. But well, your mom, I, your mom's I, second maybe, smartest person maybe, in the world. Maybe, Dr. Fauci than your mom, yeah. so. <laughs> and our yeah. next question is, did you do <laughs> related to or did you have anything to do with the weekend's halftime performance uh those bandages on all the people's heads uh no i didn't mm-hmm. i had nothing to do with it in fact a uh, good question about that is okay. that um I'll, I'll send you guys i'll text you guys a picture later of, of the weekend but he, uh i think that the halftime show is much better on tv than in person because you really, really? can't you oh, really, really can't see what the dancers on the field are doing at all. And that whole thing with the mirrors and I, that was kind of lost on me. Then and the jock straps on their heads, like no one really knew what's going on there. Yeah, so, like, obviously I've never been to the fireworks are cool. But the fireworks that, that cool. though. Oh, I have a, I have a really good picture. Uh, if Ben, if you sent send me your, do you have a phone number? I'll uh, text you yeah, a, a weekend picture. You if you'd like. And, like, I'll email to you. I'll email to you right now. But, like, I only know what, like, the halftime show performance is like on TV. But, like, I always wonder what it's like, like, in person. And I'm like, oh, it, it's like it probably is much better than on TV. But you're saying that you think it's better on TV? I think you just get I better audio. You I get mean... better close-ups of the people. Like, where I was, I was on the opposite. I just emailed to you, Ben. Uh, I just, it was a... I was the opposite side of the whole stadium, so he was, you know, teensy tiny. Yeah. All right, so check out that picture that I just sent you, oh. in, right? And then it, oh, that's but, cool. But, uh, look at his face, like, like if you can, kind of goofy, kind of goofy looking face. picture, right? Here, I'll send, I'll send it to you. Yeah, if we if we make this part into a um like a YouTube video, this interview, I'll put the I'll oh, put the it. picture. On yeah, so you can see like you can't even see what those dancers are doing just they're so far away. Yeah, it's yeah. really <laughs> that's, that's actually like, pretty that cool. You think it's like better on TV? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. Well, I, I think TV the, could use all the different camera angles. I think the games. This is a horrible thing to say, but I think the football games are better on TV too because you get more analysis and you get to see the replays and you get to hear Tony Romo. Yeah, yeah, yeah I actually yeah, that's that true. But then like, again, been, Super Bowl, been, come on. That's pretty cool too. Mm-hmm. Like I've been to some Bears games. I'm a Bears fan. And like, like but, yeah. I kind of miss the announcers to be honest. Like I like when they're there to like, oh, what a great play. But exactly, like, exactly, man. But you get the experience, yeah, which is it, which cool. is priceless. Yeah. And, uh, and especially, I mean, you you went to the Super Bowl. That's that's got to be something that you can brag oh, yeah. to your friends. <laughs> well, and then <laughs> I, I like I did a little speech to our team before we went out there. I said, "Did you did you guys think 
that a year ago you'd be at the Super Bowl, and not one of us ever <laughs> thought that'd be where we, we all thought we'd be in the hospital, you know, doing work. So yeah, it's a tremendous opportunity, and just a really really cool thing to do for sure. Mhm. Yeah, I would assume so. Um, that that would be pretty cool. Um. Okay. So the next question is like, how many people does it take to actually set up the Super Bowl and everything, especially with the weekend performance? Uh, if you uh, got to boy, see I mean, look it. at that field, right? Look how many that. dancers there are there. I mean, that's easily a couple hundred people just dancing. So mm-hmm. I. They had been yeah. setting up for the Super Bowl for over a month ahead of time. Wow. Yeah. And for CPS How many alone, people do you think that we is? We did, I mean, we did 3,000 plus tests. That means we also, so they probably had about, they probably had about 400 people there. Just CBS alone. So that's not counting security, team people, the weekend, other networks, um, uh people so concessions all that stuff so there's easily a couple thousand people alone just get making the whole game uh run yeah and do the things have to get tested before they come do they have to like provide proof of like yes good question so the nfl so nfl also provided um testing for like all the all the vendors like you know guys do the 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 beer and the popcorn and the hot dogs. They did testing for all the security people. They did testing for, they test, obviously each team does testing for their own, all their own rosters. Yeah. And then th- to get into the stadium, you had to, you had to um, first had to get a credential, which is like this thing with the photo on it. Cause this is like, mind you, Super yeah. Bowl is like a Homeland security level one event. Oh. So it's super tight mm-hmm. security. Oh, yeah. So you get a photo ID that were on your neck and it changes every few days. Um, you yeah. have to have proof that you did a um, a symptom screening on your phone. You have to have proof that you had a test recently. If you didn't, if you haven't had a test recently, you need to show. You need to get a test right there, and they can test you right there in the stadium outside the stadium. There's a whole huge medical tent you can get tested in. Mm-hmm. So, so they're very very in, serious. Yeah, I actually speaking on the security bit. I, I saw a YouTube video. Um, who who is it? I'll, I'll I'll put some I'll put some link if we're doing if we're making this into a YouTube video. Uh, I'll put some link for it. And um, okay, I know it was by this okay. YouTuber named Eric that I saw, and it was the different steps he was trying to invade the Super Bowl to be some. Um, and it was actually there was like different levels of security, like yeah. three or four levels of security. Wait, was he it was doing crazy like, like, in the YouTube video. Or like, was he actually trying to invade the Yeah. He, like a prank. Like, well, he, yeah, that, like a public, so like same, to run on the field. not the same guy that oh. ran on the field, is it? Because yeah. didn't he have a bet? No, no, it isn't. Oh, okay. No, yeah, like they had, so you had to, security to park your car, security to walk on, like, within, like, 200 yards of the stadium, and security to get into the stadium again. And then, uh, so they had two layers there, so... It was like four layers of security to get into the actual stadium, including metal yeah. detectors and all yeah, stuff, yeah. and bomb dogs. Jeez. Yeah, and like, what happened when that person like ran on the field? Like on TV, it went to commercial break. Like, but after being at the Super Bowl, what <laughs> happened? You know, I, I I'll be honest. I left at half after the weekend to go home and hang out, watch the game with my kids. So I didn't yeah. see that part. I missed that part. 
But I heard just... I heard he was he had a bet. Do you guys hear that part? Yeah, yeah like, I heard that. Yeah, same. I heard that as well. And, and he, he was won. like betting on their being. Yeah. A so and did he, he win ten k? Is that the deal? No, like what? more than a hundred. Well, I didn't know. I... He he bet. I think he bet a lot of money on there being a streaker on the field. And then, you know, and then he was there and he got like a night in prison. I'm not in prison, in jail. And um, a fine no, of $1,000. Yeah, I'm sure he'd be fine with paying. He made $374,000. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay. Field during the Super Bowl. I he paid, but he placed fifty thousand dollar bet that he that someone would do it, and so he went out and did it. That's well, a good way to you know, I, and as yeah. as the doctor, wow. I can't do that. That'd just be bad publicity. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can't. I'm not going to place streak? the bets either. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and. Our final question is, what was it like after the Bucks won? Was there any partying or was there like not that much because of... Oh, it was, it was, it was crazy. I, I, even in the hotel where I was, there were fireworks. We were all really close to the stadium. Fireworks everywhere, yelling, honking, uh, screaming. It went on for quite some time. So it was, it was pretty cool. Yeah. That's wow. cool. Yeah, it was really, it was a really cool experience. It was really, really fun to see. Hey guys, hey guys, my uh, my uh, so my yeah, papers I, clung out about the cat. So hold, hold, so stay right there. I'm saying, hey Lee, okay. is the cat back? Uh, I will I will be there in a moment. Uh, I think. Thank you. <laughs> okay, bye. So guys, my cat my cat ran away again. He's back at my neighbor's house. Well, that's very convenient because that's all. Okay, the well, that we have guys. I, uh, I'm so impressed, um, and I'm so excited if I can do more of these with you guys or help you out. Um, for sure, Ben, your mom is the person to talk to about the vaccines, or she's got a colleague named Chris McStay who's who's would be fantastic for that. No, not yeah, Chris, Garcia, Chris Garcia. Chris, Chris McStay. <laughs> this is what I thought. Okay, I thought you were gonna say Chris Garcia. Sorry, you, no one else understands that. I don't even really understand that, but. Okay, but um, if if my mom listens to this, she'll know um what I'm saying. But yeah, that's all. That's all for today. Thank you so much, much, Doctor, for coming on with us. And I'll yeah, I'll email you the links to all of this, and I'll send you guys the Um, bill for my time. Um, And and hey, hey, (laughs) and that's capitalism. So thank you. Um, oh, guys. So, yeah, I I, I already yeah, subscribed. I'm now a sub. You got you got one more sub. Yeah, we really appreciate. It. Oh, all right, guys. <laughs> congratulations so on much. your awesome podcast. I can't wait we to hear really... it. Bye. Bye. Okay. Yep. That was an awesome interview. I really enjoyed it. Did you, Ben? Yeah. Yeah. Brian's such a good guy. Yeah. So we actually we only have two sections today, but. Both sections are really cool. And the other section is three cool products, room edition. So this is basically like, um, it's basically like three products that we researched and thought that it was pretty cool and that we wanted you guys to know about and that we were, we are considering buying. So yeah, we definitely, there were a lot of times, 
um, while researching that Chase and I were talking about buying some of these. Um, yeah. So hopefully you feel the same way. Mm-hmm. So, so we first... let's do the first one. Sure. So the first product is a wooden alarm clock. And I know you might be thinking, what? A wooden alarm clock. This alarm clock actually sounds super cool. I don't know to you, but this, a wooden alarm clock, that just sounds so cool, doesn't it? Yeah. And mostly, I know it sounds a little bit boring, but it actually, if you look at the designs of these wooden alarm clocks, we mostly did that because... It doesn't look like those cheap plastic alarm clocks. No, and it, for sure not. Um, it it's actually it is cheap, but it it doesn't look cheap. It it gives um a nice rustic vibe. Um, I think this would work well in kitchens, ch- kitchens, living rooms, offices, where you just have that um wooden alarm clock there. Or and of it, course, like by your bed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. I think this doesn't fit with all rooms. You just, it depends. It depends what your room looks like. And I'm still debating if it would look, because I have one of those plas- cheap plastic alarm clocks. Yes. Um, but, you know, this one, I think it, it could really look nice. It has different customizable lights, different customizable colors of in shades of wood. And I definitely think that, you know, I think I... A, a lot more people are going to buy these because of how cool they look. And they're only $20 on Amazon, so. Mm-hmm. And uh, one more thing to add, like, even, like, if you don't want to use it for an alarm clock, like, just, like, as decor in your home to look nice, you can, like, just put it in a place where you would put, for example, like, an Alexa, maybe. Yeah. I mean, it looks fancy. It, it looks quite fancy doesn't look cheap at all which these plastic alarm clocks look very cheap and kind of tacky in my opinion Mm -hmm. um that's just because they're not meant for a lot of people to see them right not a a lot of people are meant to see these alarm clocks this wooden alarm clock if like you like it wouldn't be like oh i don't really want to see it you would actually want people to see it and people would actually oh that's really cool yeah so um, that's for wooden alarm clocks. And the second thing is so cool. It's way different than a wooden alarm clock. The Yang X Levitation Floating Globe. Now, you might be thinking, wow, Benjamin, th- what does that mean? And I'd answer by saying, so imagine like a circle, okay? Imagine a circle, like a donut, like a big donut. Like um, a huge donut, like <laughs> a huge donut, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and inside, there's a mini little globe. In this globe, it floats in the middle of the donut, no strings attached. Just... It's not actually a donut; it's just like a ring. Yeah, it it's, it's like a like circle. A it's an LED circle. And for fifty dollars, this looks very cool. And I think this do- this isn't only for cheap rooms. You could, you might see even a CEO in this in their office because this just looks this just looks really cool and this will appeal to a lot of people it's eye-catching it has an led it's like an led looking donut as i described it and there's a globe floating in the middle yeah Yeah. if you like want to try to impress people like this is a really (laughs) good way to do it like it makes you look fancy and that's kind of stuff yeah it looks kind of sci-fi if i were to describe it um, like if in a sci-fi movie, you might see this on a space shuttle kind of 
vibe in the future. I was very surprised when I saw this, and I was very surprised when I saw the next thing um, as well on the list. And That um, thing is a 3D LED. Oh, um, by the way, the globe, it costs $50 on Amazon. Yeah. So the, ne- the next and final product on our three cool products room edition list is the 3D LED novelty table light, night light. And me and Ben were doing a lot of research on this. And when we first saw this on Amazon, we thought it was a scam. And it was yeah. a hologram. It was, like, cheap. And, like, it looked pretty cool. But then it, like, we thought it was a scam because, you know. We didn't it looked like it should nice be a scam. Could, yeah. Could be that much less money. So we like, why don't we look at the reviews just to figure out what people are thinking about it and the price of it. And the reviews were actually really good. So it's kind of... And there's lots of YouTube videos. Um, So it's not like they were fake reviews. These were real reviews. There were actual YouTubers reviewing this product. So this is a real thing. And I'm just going to explain it because it doesn't really make a lot of sense. Um, So it's like... And I know we really like to do a lot of LED things on the podcast. We cover a lot of those things because honestly... We're very technological. We, we kind of, I, I kind of like how it looks and it can really spice up a room um, or some area. And, okay, so it looks like a hologram, right? But it's, how do I describe this? It's like made of LED lights, like mini LED lights that are like, look like wires. So an example is I saw on Amazon an R2, R2-D2 in a Darth Vader face and the R2-D2 looks so cool. It was like a detailed R2-D2, 3D. Yeah, and like I was saying, it looks like a hologram. Yeah, I was like looking at it with Ben and like, oh my gosh, that is so cool. It's like with the globe. It's just like when you see it, you don't think, you don't think like, you think it's too good to be true. Yeah, um, there's just hundreds of different lines, precision, and here's the best part, okay? You can buy this off Amazon. For thirteen dollars, and I saw reviews. Scam. I know this is part, yeah. This is why we thought scam. it was a scam. It's like there's no. It's so good we thought it was a scam. Thirteen dollars. Um. So, and I know you're probably thinking it's a scam too, but we did see videos and reviews, um, of it there, and it's supposed to be a nightlight, and it probably should be a nightlight. Like, not it, this isn't really a kitchen type item, um. But like a desktop, if you want to have this on your desk, it's not life scale, so it's not gonna look exact. It's not gonna look the same size as R two D two, and it shouldn't be because that probably costs more money. Yeah. Um. Exactly. But it's a mini version, you know. It's pretty, probably like a foot or it's two. It's kind of like a globe, or... like it would look cool on like a desk or something. Yeah. So, um, all of these things we thought would be pretty interesting for you all. I hope you all liked it. I hope you enjoyed the interview with Brian. Um, with Dr. Wilbur, um, he was very he was very kind to yeah. uh, come on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And um, that's all for this episode of a few important things. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. On a few bye. Things.